I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Castology. Welcome to Castology, a podcast about podcasts. I, for the first time, am your host, Harry George Wallace. Uh, this is going to be interesting, everyone. Strap yourselves in, because for the first time, I'm behind the wheel, and who knows what could happen. Do you have a license? No, oh not at God. all. In yeah. any sense. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to stumble through this. Please bear with me if there are some mistakes or falters. If necessary, I will throw to our experienced guide, Zane C. Weber, here with us today. Yep, um, that's me. I'm here. Yep. I'm not going to make this like, easy for you, though. You're Good. Ba- <laughs> Excellent. You could basically be Patrick Swayze and Ghost, though, and guide with your hands as he creates something I'm, beautiful. Oh, I'm not sure. Would you be comfortable with that? I am comfortable with a lot. As yeah, you can but, tell by the fact I'm here hosting this podcast. Yeah, the look on your face, though, screamed like... I am writing checks that I am not willing to cash. <laughs> no, you'll know when that happens. Uh, speaking of other hosts, across the table from me we have... Brittany Taylor Hetherington. Wonderful. And our experienced host, I'll get you to say your name again just for fun. Zane C. Weber. The three amigos are here to review podcast once again. Shall we begin by going through our podcast that we are recommending this time round? I guess. Uh, <laughs> let's start. Well, just for that, Britt. No! <laughs> we're starting with you. That's how we show affection and love. What are you recommending this week? Um, so I'm recommending uh, Articles of Interest. So it's a very short podcast series, but it's kind of like, um, I guess, history about clothing, fashion type stuff. So I'm often not introdu- uh, not interested sorry, um, in standard history types, but I quite like art history when it comes to like paintings, etc., uh, as well as obviously the fashion sense. So even though it was a short-lived series, I, um, I got a lot out of it and it, it is no longer producing them. Um, yeah, no, I, I quite liked that it brought in other people from different um, points of view they weren't always in a conversational style, which meant I suppose some things could be taken out of context. Um, but all the same, it seemed like it was relatively, um, you know, open about its sources, etc. I especially quite liked the history of the suit. There was so there was a Bo Brummel, Bo Brummel, Bo Brummel, I think, episode where it discussed um, men's fashion and uh, how they ended up being quite boring. Do do you think that they took things out of context? Or is it just kind of like, technically they could have because it's not an interview, it's a sampling? Yeah, no, that's just me being paranoid. So so I was like, it was a mesh of information and I did appreciate that it wasn't, yeah, just one dry opinion and it did seem like it was relatively credible sources. But it just, I was aware of the fact that... Yeah, it could be taken out of context. Yeah, because um, this is... You know, history is in the words of the victor <laughs> or whatever, but... Yeah. And the victor was men's wear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it certainly wasn't women's wear because they'd have pockets. Oh, if, please. If... <laughs> <laughs> so so this is this is a series from another 
podcast called 99% Invisible. Is yes. it really? Yeah. No, no, no. They've released this separately. Oh, so it's, it's But 99% <laughs> Invisible is a very famous podcast mm-hmm. for doing very interesting things. So I'm very much looking forward to this. Yes. yes, I had the same thought. I did see that it was by 99% Invisible and immediately I was like, hmm, wonderful. Uh, almost guaranteed to be a good time. Absolutely. I really was very engaged and it's unusual again for history for myself. So, yeah. Exciting. All right. Well, let's throw to Zane. Now, just from the title, I'm. Mm-hmm. this is going to be a Zane podcast recommendation, isn't it? Um, No, actually. Oh. I mean, yes, it is a history podcast. <clears throat> yes. And But it is a very kind of quirky, uh, light-hearted, scripted kind of presentation of history. It's Ooh. not dry. It's definitely not what I would call Zane dry. Um, so Ballsy History is, it comes from four women from one family who started Ew. it as <laughs> it's two women or three women. Four women is too okay. many. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna get all clucky and someone's going to have a baby. Yep, that's, um, how, that's how it happens. Every party I go to. <laughs> uh, no, so this started as a COVID uh, a COVID project for four women in a, in a family um, and it's turned into a really great podcast. They kind of focus on like the quirkier parts of history. Like one of the most like approachable episodes of theirs, I think is just like different iterations of the tooth fairy and how recent that is. Sure, um, okay. Because like there have been stories usually about like mice who like take kids teeth uh when they're done with them um but yeah the tooth fairy has only really been around since kind of around the time that walt disney started doing making movies so it's not real is what you're saying okay that sounds like well fun. i wouldn't go that far <laughs> yes. yeah there's mythology it's no a, a... i just meant the tooth fairy isn't real <laughs> that you um, know. oh my god yeah so it's kind of like just taking weird little bits of history mm. and and presenting it so they're all fairly short like mm. between between 10 and 20 minutes i um, love a short king yeah and so there's really really approachable um uh, there's no kings here, only queens. Okay, that's allowed so, to. So unfortunate for you. Uh, uh, yeah, lovely. so that's that's ballsy history. So I, I wouldn't class this as a very Zane podcast. This is a little bit is actually a little bit too kitschy for me to binge. I very much enjoy one episode listening a yep. week, um, but I wouldn't be able to binge this podcast. Oh, do you think wonderful. the fact that it was um, originated during COVID? Do you think that influenced its presentation style or mood at all? Um. I think I think the fact that they're all related means that they're mm. kind of comfortable being weird and quirky with each other. Sure, and yeah, there yeah. is that kind of feeling of in-jokes, but there aren't actual in-jokes. Okay. Because they're not, like, talking to each other. They just kind of take turns presenting a story. Oh, like Potentially a, a bit of a uh, my brother, my brother, my and me feel? Um, no, so there's no actual interview or interaction... Mostly, oh, it's, it's just it's all storytelling. Yeah, it's scripted. Okay. So and there's like background music. Right, and, right, right. Yeah, so it's it's really kind of presented uh, rather than like four people sitting around a table sharing stories with each other. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. Quite I'm looking forward to listening to it. Yes, I love Kitchy. Uh, wonderful. My recommendation for the week is oh, I've just lost my place. Where is it? There we go. Uh, is normal gossip. Now 
I picked normal gossip specifically for you, Brett. You did tell me the other day and I was very excited. <laughs> uh, I saw it there and I was like, I want to give this a listen. And I got halfway through the first episode and I was like, this is a Brett podcast. Excellent. Whether that That's will be nice. Whether that yeah. will be ratified, whether that uh, will hold to be the truth, we will find out. Uh, normal gossip is an exploration of what gossip means uh, in society, to people, on a psychological level, what purpose it serves to us um, as both a storytelling device and a psychosocial uh, uh, thing. Yeah. A, a way to connect, there. Psychosocial a way to thing. connect yep. with each yeah. other, you mean? Uh, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so... I really enjoyed it. Now, for context, I despise gossip. I am one of those people. Um, you listen to mine so well, though. I do. Yeah, maybe I'm secretly... Maybe I actually like gossip much more than I think I do. But I I, I hate drama. That should be... That's um, a good distinction. Yeah, for sure. Uh, however, I got halfway through the first episode of Normal Gossip and I was like, I'm thinking about this concept in ways that I've never thought about it before. And purely for that reason alone, I have recommended it. Uh, it is... The hosts are witty and charming in a very American podcast way, um, but it's not uh, not digestible. So yeah, I'm looking forward. It's to It's not this. not digestible. Yes, I'm gonna. Straight, it's very, no, very. Important. I am the host here, yeah. Zane. I will double negative if I wish. Sure. I mean, <laughs> why not just quadruple negative? It has the same effect. I might not 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 do that. And it's more words. Yeah. So. Mom, Dad, this don't is how cry. I write all of my essays. <laughs> Uh, wonderful. Okay. I was going to we... ask, actually, Harry. Yes, Brett. Yes, Harry. So thanks, Harry. Um, I was wondering, in terms of the lines of it being gossip and you saying you dislike drama versus gossip, do you think sure. it matches more from a drama perspective then or does it follow just more like playful stories that don't impact you? I think it, it talks about all aspects in it. So it's – sorry, I should um, also contextualise here. It talks about uh, gossip as a phenomenon, but the idea of it is it – it is people talking about stories from other people who they have no connection to. So they will tell oh, okay. of right. an episode, they yeah. will tell a gossip story uh, that of people that you don't know, uh, that even the host potentially do not know, uh, and you will take that beautiful Schadenfreude from it that <laughs> gossip brings. Um, potentially is the idea. Yeah. Uh, I found that that was pretty much the case. I quite enjoyed it. I think... Brit will really enjoy it. I will be interested to hear what Zayn thinks of it. Yes, the <laughs> ultimate arbiter. Oh, Zayn. Uh, probably just potentially the one who I think might not enjoy it, but maybe you will. Who knows? We just um, dance different dance styles, but we're all dancing, Zayn. I'm uh, I'm I'm mostly uh, disabled, so oh. I also I, like I flail at best uh, off the beat. Most times. It still counts. Um, <laughs> moving on. Those were our recommendations for this week. Let's go back into the podcast that we are now going to review from last week. Uh, nice toit. We have to start. Well, you know what? Just for that. No! <laughs> look, at, look at me. I've got to fill the dead air, Brit. Uh, it's not attention-seeking enjoy... if it's anxiety-ridden, is it? <laughs> I'm going to enjoy doing this a lot. Oh yeah, well, God. too bad you're doing it. Well, you know what? One day it'll be my turn, and then we'll see. Uh, then we'll no. see, Harry. Uh, what did you recommend last week, Britt? I recommended the worst idea of all time. And what did we think of that scene? This is the epitome of a kind of podcast that was rife about five years ago. Oh, when yeah. this yeah. started. Um, kind of before COVID, where this is a COVID podcast, but 
before COVID, um, mm. where it is just two guys who think they're funny. Like, let's just do a podcast. Think this is a really funny. great idea. Well, no, no, <laughs> okay. because people are only going to do it. If people don't think they're funny, they're not going to yeah. do a comedy podcast. I, that's fair. I was going to be like, tell us what you really think. <laughs> no, I think they're very funny, yeah. pe- funny guys. Um, I despise the concept. Oh. Um, as someone who, like, really enjoys movies. Yes. Um, as an Del- actor. Even as mm. a consumer, mostly. Mm. Yeah. Uh, actively watching bad cinema that you don't like over and over again feels like the worst kind of torture paired <laughs> with paired with making it a job for a podcast. Um, seems <laughs> vicariously makes me just like feel so weary on the inside. Mm. In reality... They're very funny, and if you have, if you're like doing something else, and they're just kind of companionably chatting around on in the background, perfectly fine. Uh, this great like driving podcast, perhaps if you buy into this relationship and you feel like you connect to them, they're they're very amiable New Zealand guys. Like they talk about their various illnesses at the time, which is alternatively funny and gross. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this is perfectly fine podcast. Um, but I, mean, I, I don't hate them, so it doesn't hurt me concept. that much. <laughs> yeah, um, and th- this this podcast is the example that a lot of people use, going like, "This podcast exists, so I I can do that." I was like, "This podcast exists because these people are genuinely good at what they do they and good at had a following." Yeah, well, I don't know if they had a following before this, but they this podcast definitely got a lot of shout outs on bigger podcasts. Be like. These poor guys who are watching this movie every day. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so maybe so, if yeah. you were a sat, uh, sadist, you'd enjoy it a bit more as they go through. I guess that trauma yeah, I cycle. Mean, that's the thing. If I, I personally hate the idea of having to rewatch a movie that I hated watching, because watching a movie that I hate watching is an unpleasant experience. Why would I want to do that over and over and over again? Could I ask what um, your favorite is as a point of reference then for what you constitute? My like, favourite movie? Yeah. Now apparently we're judging Zane's taste. Uh, I am. <laughs> uh, my my four that I feature on Letterboxd yes. are Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2. Oh, yes. Uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Ooh. Uh, Doctor Strangelove. Okay. And yeah, nice. uh, what is the other one? Um, and Birdman. That's a good top four. Birdman's an interesting addition. I wouldn't have picked that. Um, I do. The cinephile in me enjoys the fact that you put Kill Bill 1 and 2 together because that's what Tarantino does. <laughs> They're the same text. People who yes. like one and don't like the other, like it doesn't make sense. Yes, they were released as separate movies. Whatever. Yeah. Um, he saw them as one. Tarantino movie, makes great movies. Is a terrible human. I'm acknowledging that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, the art from the artist. You know, we'll have that debate yeah. another time. But what did you think about this one, Harry? Uh, I enjoyed it to a degree. Here's my gripe mm. with this kind of podcast. <laughs> it paves the way for a lot of unfunny 20-something white men to make more podcasts. Okay. And I'm yeah. not... I think that these two are funny, but it really is, as they said, it is the classic podcast that people listen to and are like, I could do that, yeah. and they're not correct. Yeah. <laughs> as someone who has started their own podcast and is a 20-something white man, maybe this is a look into the <laughs> mirror of, uh, of society. However... Um, I, I think because of the, the weariness that I have with this format, uh, 
I did potentially not enjoy it as much as I could have. However, I do I do enjoy a good podcast that is about the dynamic between the people. If you buy into the vibe, I personally did not vibe with the host as much as I would have to to really enjoy a podcast like this. The concept... Um, I like I don't, the concept. I don't hate the concept. <laughs> I think the concept is fine. I think it's an excuse to have two funny people talk. Mm. Um, it didn't particularly do anything for me. Uh, it, similar to Zane, it does make the movie buff and me quiver and quake a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I I gave it a solid fine out of 10. That's yeah. respectable. Um, yep, it, I, it was fine. I genuinely enjoyed it, but I think my main issue was in terms of the way that the podcasts were um, displayed, say, for instance, in Spotify, is it was hard to ascertain where one grouping of a movie started and finished. Yeah. Um, that was my primary issue. But Honestly, uh, I think most of that comes from the fact that they have grown so much from that original concept. So now they're doing episodes about TV and they've got guest spots of other people coming on and doing it that aren't the main conceit. Yeah, sure. Um, so it does kind of muddy the waters a little bit. Yeah, it disoriented yeah. me a bit. But then once once I had like yeah, a firm footing, I, um, I did quite like it. But I did realise there was... A Parts where I was like, get to the point. But <laughs> again, this is something more so that I just casually listen to. As it's a, a background As podcast. opposed yeah. to, yeah, feeling like, I've shit, okay, I've got, you know, half an hour. Yeah. How do I make the most of that half hour? Um, yeah. Solid recommendation. All right. Zane, let's talk about Drilled. Okay, so Drilled is a true crime podcast about climate change and, uh, and climate action, I guess, or the lack thereof, um, which was hosted and reported by Amy Westvelt. Uh, launched in 2017, has been going strong ever since. Uh, I called it an angry-making podcast. Uh, I called it maybe a bit too dry for your tastes. Uh, how how well did I predict uh, the outcome? Uh, I really enjoyed Drilled. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just produced enough for my taste yep. that I could listen to it and enjoy it. The information was interesting and it did what, in my opinion, all good journalism does, which was reveal a facet of something that I thought I knew things about, but there was a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Um, started listening to the first episodes uh, when it first started out, uh, which, can you just do me a favor? Do you happen to remember what the first few were about? That is a good question. Keep talking and I will find them. Regardless, I really, I started listening to it and I was like, huh, I didn't know these particular things. This is a cause that I am passionate about. It is well produced. I enjoy listening to the sound of it. Um, by, uh, in contrast to some of the, the other history podcasts that you've already recommended, uh, I found it quite listenable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, um, I thoroughly enjoy Drilled and I would recommend it uh, to others. Yeah, so season one was the origins of climate denial, how there was a lot of climate research going on in the 70s and 80s, um, conducted by oil research companies that just kind of like didn't get released for some reason. I didn't realise that. There's a lot of really interting history to this kind of thing. that Like a lot of – I did already know about this, but I really enjoyed this uh, track of history, is that uh, climate change was not always anathema to conservatives. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Not. Um, like previous presidents uh, had very um, progressive climate change policies, and it wasn't until it became uh, a business thing, it wasn't until it became capitalized, yeah, um, that it started to become a conservative. Um, well, that, that's when conservatives point. were more about the farming and rural base, yeah, rather for sure. than mm. business base. Uh, is that that's where that shifted from? Because obviously, environmentalism 
favors the farmers because you want yeah. you want healthy water you want healthy land mm. versus um, doing it as like an extremist thing these people yeah. have crazy ideas exactly right yeah I, I tell the story often this is just a brief aside but i have a friend who um is rural yeah, i went i went Sorry. to yeah no i sometimes <laughs> wonder myself uh no i went to a rural boarding school and um one of the people i kept uh, i keep in touch from there uh is a farmer he's a very salt of the earth man uh, and we had a big chat about politics one night and he votes liberal because his parents voted liberal and his grandparents voted liberal ad nauseum. Um, but, you know, we kind of had a, it was like, you know, climate change is really, it's like, yeah, we see it on the, on the farms all yeah. the time. It was like, I also know for a fact that you really enjoy smoking weed. And he was like, yeah, I do. I was like, cool. So why aren't you voting for the Greens? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gosh. It's, it's the cognitive dissonance that I really enjoy. Um, I don't know whether he changed his mind from that conversation. But yes, uh, this podcast was good because it changes the changes and reveals things about um, this particular subject. So I enjoyed it. Britt, what did you think? For myself, it was hard for me to listen to, but I didn't hate it. I will say I had... I had <laughs> A growing recommendation. recommendation. Yeah. No, I'll tell, I'll tell you why. I found it genuinely interesting after I was able to... Uh, attend to it. So yeah, I tried yeah. to listen to the same episode a total of four times. I kept a tally, <laughs> um, just to a point of reference. And I don't know if it was the time of the night. I think it was just the fact it was uh, a lot of content. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, so it, it took me a bit to latch onto it, but I did still find elements interesting in terms of, yeah, how, I guess, within society, the current branding of environmentalists reached that what it is today mm -hmm. um it also i think even discussed um you know uh, bringing environmental issues as being viewed as an extremist thing even through exposure in schools which i found almost grotesque they said that they had um like advertisements almost playing in classrooms where it would brand almost like an annoying female voice mm -hmm. um telling you off and telling you not to enjoy <laughs> the things you love like technology etc um i also quite liked that it did kind of encroach upon the issues of um, almost like environmental purists, whereas, you know, you're not allowed to care for the environment if you like your mobile phone type thing. Yeah. It, it actually yeah. discusses... Gatekeeping. Exa like exactly. <laughs> as opposed to viewing like the overarching things that people can do to make a, a yeah. primary difference um, as opposed to, yeah, like as Harry said, gatekeeping. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, I, again, similar to what Harry said, like the reason I really like this podcast is because it does take something that <clears throat> even people who... Myself, who is very engaged with climate action uh, and the climate action dialogue that's happening, it will give you new data and new ideas and mm -hmm. and uh, uncover new facets of of the of the of the whole um, of the whole area that you haven't understood before mm -hmm. or been exposed to before. It so definitely yeah. made me more conscious of. Um, I guess the media that I take in and mm. how that might influence my opinion with respect to things. I know it's hard to not have an element of bias just from walk of life, but it was just a good consideration, I think, yeah. um, for myself. Wonderful. Awesome. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, I think it should be. Excellent recommendation. Uh, my friends, what did we think of Reply All? I liked it a lot. I realised... Sorry, I'm just going to talk. Do I it. I can't stop. It's a podcast. And, um, I realised... My friend Harry, that you've played this in my car before for like oh. road trips, etc. Oh, okay, yeah, that yeah. checks out. Yeah. Um, and there was a particular episode that I remember caught my interest when you first played it because I remember I actually was really I really enjoyed it, but I, I kind of almost forgot it in the uh, in the time that passed. Mm. Was to do with like someone remembering what was a really famous song lyric. 
And like they were singing it, I think, in front of a partner or something. And then they were like, "What? What is that?" And they were sure. Yes, this was an excellent episode. Yeah. This is the one where they uh, they took this person's vague memory of a song and recreated the song and like professionally recorded his <laughs> his memory of the song. Mm. And then they couldn't find it. It was like this very. He had this incredibly specific memory of this song from the nineties. Uh, to the point where he was able to do a professional recording of it with g- genuine session musicians. Yeah. Um, and then they tried to hunt down where the song was because it just disappeared off the face of the planet. It was on no streaming services, no radio. And eventually they found it uh, and put the two together. And it was uncanny just how well it worked. But yeah, sorry to run over the No, top of that's you, okay. I um, remember. That explained it in a good way, I think, because you're the, you know, the one that originally introduced me to it. So. Mm. Um, it also made me feel like it was like Reddit, the podcast, where it just had <laughs> yeah. fun facts and everyone was kind of chipping in. Yep. Um, which I guess kind of lends to the reply all component of, you know, online emailing and message board type stuff. Yeah. Um, but I just really appreciated, I guess, the depth and dedication that they did to, to hunt down, yeah, I guess the end result or outcome of where these things originated or the mm. story behind them. And everyone that they actually brought in too was just as equally excited about the... The, the fact that it was a problem to solve. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, yeah. It, you felt like a part of the excitement because everyone else was as equally invested. Mm. Uh, Zane, you have definitely listened to this podcast before. Oh, yeah. I recommended yeah. it. Um, what do you think of I the think podcast? Reply, in the same way that the worst idea of all time is the epitome of like a style of podcast, I think Reply yes. All is as well and I think it's going to be something that's going to not exist in the same way for a long time Mm. Um, simply because it I think this kind of epitomizes the podcast produced well where you're taking like these weird kind of fringe ideas that are happening on the internet and you kind of bring them into the mainstream and explore them really thoroughly Mm. to the point where they then feel popular um reply all is is a phenomenon um and i think it's an underappreciated phenomenon because every episode in this you will have heard of Somewhere, if you're uh, an, an internet citizen, if you mm. exist mm. on the internet um, in any and uh, in, in in any thorough sense, if you're like checking feeds daily and that sort of thing, so I think Reply All, even though it has now ended, is still going to be very popular in the years coming. Like, go back and there's there's going to be heaps of episodes that you find. Like, I haven't listened to them all, and just scrolling through, I was like, oh, I need to listen to a few more of these. I need to go mm. back and and listen. Um, Reply All is, is a very strong recommend. I think now that it's ended, if you haven't listened to it, now's the time because you're not going to have to catch up. Yes, for yeah. sure. <clears throat> um, yeah, we definitely recommend trawling back through the back catalogue and even just um, there'll be recommendations of highlights somewhere on the internet. Mm. Definitely worth checking out the best of them. Um, I will say... Uh, as we talked about previously on the podcast, the way it ended is contentious in a way. Um, you might wish to do your own research and form your own opinions if you intend on listening to you, if um, this is something that bothers you. Uh, maybe read into the circumstances and make your own judgments. Wonderful. Yeah. So to backtrack, uh, this episode we have recommended uh, Normal uh, Gossip. Yeah, you recommended Normal Gossip. From me. Yeah. Um I recommended it for my dear friend Britt. 
Thank you so much. So we'll see what you all think of that next time. It is a... Oh, I have a friend. Her name is Britt. Yeah. Who is she? Tell me. gross. Um, No, it's a podcast about gossip and the host uh, tell the gossip to each other um, through disconnected circumstances about people you have never met, uh, but you get to enjoy the intimate details of their triumphs and tragedies. Uh, Zane, what did you recommend? I recommended Ballsy History, which is uh, a history podcast that is presented in a rather whimsical way by four women who are all related and it started as a COVID project. It's definitely not the most overproduced podcast, but it's definitely lots of fun to listen to and the uh, topics are all very quirky and fun. Wonderful. Britt, what did you recommend? I recommended Articles of Interest and uh, it's basically, I guess, a look at history uh, pertaining to fashion. Uh, I think their precise wording for it is it's a show about what we wear. Um, So it's my favourite type of history where it's a bit artistic and it, yeah, I learnt something uh, that I didn't think I would. Super exciting. All right. Is that us, Zane? Are we done? That's it. Wonderful. Thanks, Zane. <laughs> uh, I don't know the URL off the top of my head, so if you'd be That's so kind. That's notcanon.com forward slash castology. You can find us there. There's a form you can fill in which will let you recommend podcasts for us to listen to. We will listen to them. We may recommend them. Uh, no guarantee. So that's just how life works. Uh Podcasts are excellent. Keep listening to podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.